today on Hey, We're Talking. It's international travel, and I'm exposed as an idiot. I'm supposed to be talking to you about the radiator pipe, but I promised Kaylee, Queen of Cobbs, to make a The Room quote just for her. And? I don't have one. I did not. I did not bring one. That works. Hey, everybody. That's another one of my ones that I do all the time. That coffee looks really good. Did you make it? Yes, sir. We'll, 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 we'll talk about this. Okay. This so, is like my summer. This is my favorite summer treat. Okay. Yes, sir Bob. Oh, speaking of, he's oh. not here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, you know, we talked about his, uh, uh, I don't know, did we pick up, maybe we did that off the air. I don't want to. I don't want to out him for something that we talked about off the air. I think we did talk about it off the air, so I won't mention it. Anyway, Bob's not here. He's got some um, some responsibilities that he had to take care of. So it's just Derek and I today, which is yeah. fine. It's it's just that it's fine. I think we'll be okay together, won't we? We'll be fine. Okay, good. I think so. Okay. The, I just want to mention you showed me some pictures on Voxer before we started and I was yeah. I was a little concerned that toilet yeah. looked like it had some issues not, not he, didn't, he didn't show me a number two or anything like that don't forget yeah about yeah but Here, I'll, I'll even bring it up on the <laughs> for those of you who are watching via YouTube <laughs> for those and, of you uh, who want to see Facebook, the toilet we'll get to see so let me let me just give you a little background yeah. the plumbing in my house, specifically to my son's bathroom, is messed up. <laughs> we are I, could, I, could, I could hear that. Yeah, we are broadcasting. I'm gonna, so I'm going to have to, what do I have to bleep that? I don't know. I don't know if I can really hear it, but it, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it was bad. So <laughs> it, we've been having problems with the toilet flushing. Something about the angle of where the of the pipe is. Things get backed up. Oh, jeez, that's and terrible. So, so we had to replace the toilet, and the toilet itself. I think John dropped the like. We had like one of those scented candles, one yeah. of the big glass scented candles. Yeah, yeah. And it and it fell. Like it fell and it cracked the toilet. Yeah, that's why I was concerned. I was like, oh my gosh, there's yeah. a big crack in the toilet. Yeah, so it's so, on the back side, right? Like on the side of the back it, area. It was on the side, on the back, and when it would flush, it would of course leak. So I JB welded it, and <laughs> and so you could see the very bottom. I mean, oh, I, I couldn't get I couldn't get the whole thing. I could yeah, not but get that the bottom, the hole, that's a problem right there. That's why yeah. it was leaking everywhere, right? Yeah, I, well, well, the the little ceramic shard was still in place, but. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, <laughs> the but yeah, shard. But I, when you're talking about only... toilets, that's a terrible thing to say, shard. Yeah. Oh, look out. Yeah. <laughs> See, Sorry. this is why you should subscribe on YouTube, guys. His microphone literally almost fell on top of him and you almost missed it. Yeah. Okay. So but he caught it. You caught it. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, the I can only JB weld so much. Right. Of the toilet and it didn't fix. It didn't like completely stop the leak. Yeah. So I'm not a plumber. I don't stu- I don't study plumology. No. I don't I don't, I don't do that very well. <laughs> so I had my guy, Mr. Garza, great great guy. He's been here helping out with all the the messed up situations 
in the house. I mean, we're going to have to get like the foundation busted into because we need to redirect the outflow of the of the plumbing uh, so that it'll like not get backed up anymore. Okay. And John showers messed up. I mean, I need to get a new home loan. I need new floors. I need new doors. I need windows. You know, this room, like you can see this window behind me. Yeah. It faces it faces the south, so in the summertime, just gets super hot. Our bedroom over there, it faces the the windows face the south, and it just gets super hot. We need double paned wind. We just need more energy yeah. efficient stuff. We need stuff to protect. You know, better insulation and you know doors that don't allow the wind and the rain and the dust to get in willy nilly. Right. So here's here's my thing. Two things I thought of as you're talking about this. Okay. Number Let's one, hear. I think you should do a home improvement show. I think you should you should video yourself doing all these home improvements with you know whoever's doing them, even if they're yeah. there. You know you can kind of like go along. Me. You can go along and be like, so today what we decided to do, and you could go through a whole list of things you're doing. Make that a new video series on your on your YouTube channel. Might be better suited for Hayward Talk. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows. I don't- who knows? And secondly, do you think Mr. Garza would like to advertise on the program? I'm, uh, kidding. He, uh, I'm kidding. I mean, I, I would. I recommend him to everybody. Yeah. He's, uh, he's just this, uh, he's an old guy, basically works on his own. He's uh, super fair with his pricing. Those and, are the best guys, the old yeah, guys. He just, he knows everything. He's got all the, he's got real good equipment. And I mean, the only thing is that you got to stay on him to get to you because everybody, <laughs> He he works every day. Okay, like weekends, holidays. Oh, I mean, and, poor guy. And and when he's here, like people are calling him, oh they're gosh. texting him. So you know that he's he's beloved. He's a beloved. He's a beloved character <laughs> in the area. Okay, and everybody everybody loves him. Everybody depends on him because he gets stuff done. He gets the job done, and he doesn't and he doesn't monkey about. It sounds like he just comes in, does what he's got to do, and that's it. That's right. Is there any small talk? Does he talk to you or do you have to like? Yeah. 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 He's very good. I mean, he's he himself is former military and, you know, he remembers details, you know, charming old fella, you know. Yeah, that's the best. You know, I'm very nice. He's very, you know, very cordial and friendly. I mean, it, it, it's it's a it's a ter- I mean, it's a rough job. It's plumbing. Sure. Yeah. So you're your my dad used to say it's like uh on the side of the plumber's truck, it says, your poop is our bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So, yeah, this, so go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so tell us about this coffee because it looks good. If you're not watching, again, subscribe on YouTube. Look at this. Okay. It looks good. Yes, sir. All right. So, so what you do? I'll, well, let me give you a little back. take a now. sip. Go ahead. Take a sip. Mmm. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Yes! Oh my so God. good. Okay. So I'm assuming you made this with your espresso machine or did you do your own cold no. brew? No, this is the home brew. This is the home cold brew. So you'll recall probably last week I was drinking some Starbucks. Yeah. You know? And that got me thinking. I really re- I remember cold brew. It's so good. Yeah. It's it like my favorite summer coffee treat. So what I have is I have a little cold brew coffee maker. It's like a little... It's a glass jug about yay, yay, yay tall, mm-hmm. holds about 32 ounces of water. It's got like a little mesh tube where you can dump a whole bunch of coffee into it and you just steep it in the water 
at room temperature for like 12 hours. Yeah. And it creates cold brew coffee. It's a little bit different than I, I mean, it's, I mean, I've made iced coffee out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I put it over some ice, add a little half and half, and it's basically, you know, any cold brew you can get in any coffee shop. It's delicious. Yeah. I less, have... it's Go ahead. Less acidity. It's less acidity. Yeah. It's a little bit not as bitter. I mean, yeah. it's just really good. Yeah, I have this thing that I bought, and it actually worked really well, but I've only used it a couple of times. It was this thing I bought on Amazon. It's like a little uh, thing, and you pour all the the coffee grounds in there, and you just put the water in it, and you just let it sit for like – it can sit up to, up to like 24 hours, but it's like 12 hours, you know. Toddy? You talking about the toddy? I think that's what it's called. It's pretty big. It's like a whole bunch of plastic stuff. It's by OXO. You know that you know like they make like those little utensils and stuff like that. Yeah. I got so, you. And then it's got like a little carafe that you put underneath it and then you, you know, let it go through. It's got it's got filters and stuff in it. And then um you just the thing is it's concentrated. Is that yeah. what yours is like too? Well, it could be if like I let it if I let it steep for any longer than like twelve hours, it might be a little bit more concentrated. But as is, it tastes great just over ice and uh, and with the the half and half, it's perfect. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try. I just ordered some Numa coffee today, so when that gets here, I think I'm gonna try and make some cold brew this week. Um, That'd spe- be so good. Speaking yeah. of guys. Go to NumaCoffee.com and uh, pick out some coffee. From How do you uh, spell that? P-N-E-U-M-A Coffee.com. And then uh, put in our coupon code, HWT. You get 20% off of your order. Uh, and I always do this. I recommend, I don't know why, but I always get like two bags of coffee from there at the same time. It just seems like it's a better way to go. I got the decaf and I got the uh, house blend today. So, uh, and I had the Guatemala last week, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure if I like that. See, I might not be enough of a, co- a coffee connoisseur to really enjoy these things that are a little different, or I'm just not doing it right, which could definitely be the, the problem. I could be brewing improperly. It takes time. It takes time to really settle in and, and get into it. Um, and that's a good idea to get the two bags of coffee. That's real economical for you. Yep. Save yep. on shipping. Yep. Uh, I'm heading this week up to Waco and Dallas, and I'm gonna try to find some coffee locally roasted in Dallas. And I've I've had I've ordered coffee from there before, and it's really good. I'm wondering if the uh, fixer upper people have their own coffee. It wouldn't be their own. They wouldn't have roasted their own. But I wonder if they have their own branded coffee. You're going to find out. I don't know. Probably will. Yeah. I probably will. I mean, they've got their own restaurant. Yeah. The the Magnolia Table, which we're going to try to go to Wednesday morning. Are you going to put your phone in the little leather pocket so you guys don't use your phones while you're sitting at the table? Um, I'll probably forget it. I'll probably forget that it's there. <laughs> no, you so. won't. You should put it into your mind right now so that when you guys go there, everybody put their phone in there and then I mean, you just I can would all put talk it to in, each other. I mean, I'd put my phone in the pocket, but the only way that I could get proof is if I took a picture of it. And I can't do that if my phone's in the pocket. That's true. So, you could you could so. buy a disposable camera to prove it and then get it get it, you know, what is it, what is that? Developed. 
I almost forgot that you had to develop film. How to say that? Yeah. yeah Take a picture. Camera. Go to the Instamat oh, or whatever. Although references. they don't have those anymore. Now you yeah. just go to like CVS or I don't even know if they do that anymore. It used to be that back in the day, back yeah. in the day, I'm talking like maybe 10 or 15 years ago, like Rite Aid and these people, you would take your stuff there and they could do express. They could do it know. fast within an hour. And I was just like, what's what was the deal then when we used to drive up to the little house in the middle of a parking lot, drop it off and we'd have to come back in like a week to get our, our film. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? Yeah, and then you never know if they're good. Half the half the photos, <laughs> you could have your you know, finger they all over have, the lens, like for every have, single picture you took. Yeah, they have poor lighting and red eyes. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. But with the uh, back to the coffee. Yes, I make this stuff and I take it to work and I offer it to my coworkers and they love it. Oh. And so it and it's economical too. Now you can use freshly roasted coffee. But this style of brewing, the cold brew, it actually uses like if you buy your your favorite coffee from the grocery store, like I use the Cafe Du Monde, yeah, which is it's roasted in New Orleans. They use it at their cafe with their beignets, yes, and everything. But it's made with chicory, okay, and it's it's got like a little twang to it, okay. And so that's what I use. I I buy the seven dollar can of of Cafe Du Monde at the store, and I make cold brew out of it till it's gone and i think it's pretty economical and it makes a pretty darn good cup of cold brew iced coffee now i probably wouldn't use it for hot coffee because it's out of the grocery store okay that's why we go to numa coffee and is it already ground up cafe yeah. dumont okay yeah it's already there that so, is really I mean, surprising that you would use it but I, you're saying because it's cold brew it totally makes a difference i think so you know it's like when it's like you know, you remember the Beer and Backy show? You remember that? You remember that? <laughs> I do remember you know? the Beer and Backy show. Yeah. You know, it's like you remember that good quality beers, it's okay to drink them closer to room temperature. Yeah. You know, but when we're drinking like, you know, uh, Bud Light or Coors. It's got to be cold. It's got to be cold because yeah. it kind of blunts some of the off flavors. And I think this is the same thing. Okay. There may be off flavors in this, but because it's cold. You don't notice them as much. Okay. So it's so it's fine. It's a great economical way to enjoy colder coffee. Yeah, we're gonna have to. I would like to put this this theory to the test. We need to have Chris Bean back on. We'll discuss cold brewing with Cafe Du Monde and stuff like that, and see what he says. Yeah, I mean, he'll probably scold me for not buying <laughs> Numa coffee for it. No, but for, you can't. For... You don't have the. Sometimes you can <laughs> experiment with other brands, but if you if you want some good coffee, you go to numacoffee.com and put in the coupon code HWT for twenty percent off. Yeah, and and that's what I tell people. You know, they're 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 like, what? They're like, so can I use my favorite? Co-? I'm like, yeah, use your favorite coffee for this. I was like, but I don't recommend that for like a, you know, don't use that for hot coffee. Just get some freshly roasted, freshly ground stuff. Don't ever make hot coffee from stuff at the grocery store unless. It's like a spe- like a high end store where they get freshly roasted stuff in. Back in the day, I can remember when I first started drinking coffee, just buying those like vacuum sealed packs of Folgers. Mm-hmm. And uh, back then, people used to always say, "Yeah, you know, the way you keep it fresh, you put it in the freezer. Put it in the freezer." And I was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. So I'd put it in there, and I can remember holding on to like one of those Folgers things for for like ten months. Cause I wasn't using my coffee every day to make coffee. 
And so when I did make coffee, I would just pull it out of the freezer and it was in there for, for, I mean, it was probably in there for a year and I would use it. How disgusting. Now I think about that and I go, it was probably so gross. Like for when I make, when I use this to make, when I use the Cafe du Monde to, to make the, the cold brew, I like, you know, you, you use the can opener to open up this, this thing. Cause it's like sealed in there. I try to use it. I try to use that whole can like super fast, okay. like within a, within a few days, because it does start to like the, it gets stale pretty quick. Sure. Sure. So well, you just want to get in there. I used to try to use like the whole can. I used to make it in like a, a cheesecloth bag or as, uh-huh. as Buntar and Greg would say, they're like, you know, using a dirty shirt or dirty socks. <laughs> You know, I was like, no, it was like a plastic nylon bag. Right. I would just, I would just put the, I would dump the whole can in this bag and then dump it in a bowl of, of water, like almost a gallon. Okay. And then let it let it steep for like a day. Uh huh. And then pull it out. And, and was it was it good the, though? Yeah, it was good. Okay. But that it was hard. I mean, it was it was hard because you, I don't know, you gotta. You got to get this bag in this bowl of water and like press it down and you got to get your hands in there to get all the the coffee grounds soaked and then and then it would still leak anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then you would pull the bag out and then it's just like dripping with it. Oh. You'd have all the you just got I I just I went terrible. on Amazon. I bought the I bought the little cold brew maker and it's perfect. I remember the first time I was doing research about making cold brew, there was somebody like, you're, you'll know it immediately. Was there somebody named like the Notre Dame Piper or something like that? Do you remember that? The Notre Dame Piper? Something like that. It was a it was a female and she was in the pipe community, but she made it in a mason jar. <coughs> she just put the grounds and everything into a mason jar and then she filtered it after she put it. She put it in the fridge too. She kept it cold, like actually cold while yeah. it brewed in the refrigerator. And she left it in there for like, I think over 24 hours. Yeah. I, I think I remember who you're talking about. I, she, she disappeared rather quickly, but I like to do the, the brewing the, whenever you're cold brewing, do it at room temperature because you get, because when you put it in the fridge, it goes slower. Yeah. 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 It's better to leave it out and let the, let the room temperature do its work on yeah. your cold brew coffee. So tell me, how do you do this? I'm sorry we're talking about coffee so much, but I'm interested. How do no. they do the nitro coffee? How does that work? Um, I would imagine it's like... <laughs> I caught you. I got any, you. I got any you. Kind of, it's like carbonating it. It's, it, you know, instead of using like... CO2, they're using nitro, whatever process they use to do that. I mean, how do they make, how do you make soda? How do you, how do you, car, you how buy do you one of those soda? like soda things from uh, Bed Bath & Beyond and make your soda? It's, it's like, you know, it's, it's like a soda fountain where you mix the syrup and the CO2. I guess they just do it with nitro and it makes it kind of foamy. Okay. But, but honestly, I don't really, I don't miss it. Like I would take this over the the Starbucks Nitro, easy because like the whole can is all like it only cost me seven bucks at the store for the yeah, can of coffee. Yeah, and you at know, Starbucks the, it probably costs you at least five bucks for that Nitro, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, like four fifty or five for depending on what size. That is the craziest part of buying coffee at these places is how much they charge you for it. I'm just like, but that's okay, how they survive. But that's I, how they survive. I get it, but coffee beans do not cost that much money. Yeah, what do they grow on trees or something? <laughs> they do. They yeah. do, or is yeah. it like a bush or a tree? I don't know. It's a tree. Okay, let's just call it's it a pl- tree. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But seriously, just think of the amount of money Starbucks is making off of all these people. I have not been to Starbucks in at least six months on purpose. You know when I went the last time is when you came to visit. That's the last time I went. Isn't that crazy? That's a long time ago, dude. That was the summer of last year, wasn't it? September. September. My bad. Yeah. Dude. And I got to meet your brother, both of your brothers. Mm-hmm. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. My little brush with fame right there. Well, I mean, I know you too, so. Yeah, you know me. I mean, so. There you <laughs> go. No, I know you, and that's my brush. You're like legendary stand-up comedian, yeah, right, radio right. personality, <laughs> Apple uh, Apple technician. Whatever. You know what's funny? Uh, so on Netflix, why did I say it like that? On Netflix, Netflix. they uh, Jerry Seinfeld's Comedian Cards Getting Coffee came out, and I was watching a couple of them. He was talking to Dave Chappelle, and he just so happened to talk to Dave Chappelle about he was getting ready to go on stage, and he had to poop. It was like literally they're they're announcing him. It's like a huge show. It's not like you know he was the opener or something. He was the guy, and. Um, he was like, I just, I must have eaten something bad or whatever, and I had to go really bad. And uh, he said, I just had to decide, am I, am I going to go or am I just going to go? He had to do an hour set. So he was like, can I make it an hour? And he went up and did his set. And uh, Jerry was like, yeah, see, your, your rectum understands when you've got something important to do. And I was thinking to myself, no, not, not mine. In fact, every time I did <laughs> stand-up, literally like five minutes even when i was doing improv at second city i would like five minutes before it was time i would just be like oh gosh oh gosh and i would just like go and and go to the bathroom come rushing back out all like freaked out and look sweaty and stuff because i was nervous that's what happened every time every time that's how you know it's not meant to be until (laughs) you become until you become the master of Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that meant that it, that I cared. Like the fact that it made me nervous. After I got after you get up after I got up there, I had no problems. But right before, I would be like, "Oh gosh, I got to poop," and I go to the bathroom and and get up there, get in front of those lights, and then it was over. I was I was in a zone. Well, that sounds uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> No, it doesn't. You're you're humoring me. No, it's 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 funny. I mean, to to say like every single time. It seemed. To, I mean, I exaggerate a lot of things. Up. Have you noticed that? So maybe it didn't happen every time. I do have a propensity to exaggerate. So listen, when we come back, I don't know if Derek remembers this, but he had this idea, and that today is the day. It's on the spreadsheet. I hope he's all brushed up on his Pitcairn Island stuff. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> when, when we come back, we're going to be talking Pitcairn. Is that the right way to say it? Pitcairn Island? Sure. I think so. 
<laughs> okay, we're going to talk about this island that Derek knows all sorts of stuff about. It's it's a remote island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's one of the most remote places on Earth. And we'll talk about it. And Derek, and Derek yeah. brought it up and said, let's talk about it. And I was like, okay, we can try. So we're going to do that today. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Hey, We're Talking is brought to you by Numa Coffee. That's numacoffee.com. Go to P-N-E-U-M-A-Coffee.com and enter the coupon code HWT for 20% off. Hey, we're back, and we're getting ready to discuss Pitcairn Island. I hope I'm saying it right, or people are going to be like, this stupid guy, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. I I think it is. It's P-I-T-C-A... I R N. Okay. And I think I've, I've I've watched a few YouTube videos. It's been a couple of months now. Okay. But I, but you know they they speak with like you know English New Zealandish accent. Welcome to Pitcairn. And that <laughs> okay. Sounded, so it's almost that Irish. Freaking, and that sounded Irish. So. But you. I don't even. But you watched these videos and obviously it excited you and you wanted to talk about it. So tell well, tell us about this island. What is it? What is it? Well, I was looking. I was, you know, you you watch these little top ten videos. Yeah, the infographics show. You know, sure. just different. You know, the all time tens, different YouTube channels, and they just make weird videos about strange topics. And they mention that they did one about like the ten most remote places on Earth. Yeah, and you're like, okay, yeah, let's. See and this. so they, and so they mentioned different islands and they and of course one of these was was Pitcairn Island. Okay. And it's in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's about halfway between I don't know, New Zealand and Hawaii. Okay. Or something like that. Man, that's kind of scary, dude. Far away just, from both things. That would freak me out a little bit. It's a few hundred miles from Tahiti, if that okay. means anything. <laughs> okay. I mean it's it's they're practically neighbors. Okay. You know? <laughs> just a couple hundred miles of vast deep ocean in between you okay so it's an english territory now you ever you remember that uh movie or the book mutiny on the bounty have yeah you heard of it? yeah yeah it's a true story yes it is there, there's a it was a ship from the english navy the bounty captained by captain bligh and first mate was mr christian was he pretty bligh for a white guy <laughs> Oh, you're going to try to derail me, but you're not going to succeed. All right. So there was a mutiny, a mutiny on the bounty. Explain, and, everyone, what a mutiny is, just in case we have some people that don't know. A uh, mutiny, eh? It's whenever, the, it's whenever the crew decides that the captain does not need to be in charge anymore. Like they think, you know what? This guy's a total idiot. We're taking over. So mutiny is a pretty serious, very serious thing. Yeah, that's like you you go to hell for 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 mutiny, or you hang from the gallows, or walk the plank. One of those. Yeah. So when they decided to do this, I don't know the details. I don't care. Doesn't maybe matter. I'll watch. Maybe I'll watch the movie. They mutinied, and that's all that matters, right? They mutinied, and <laughs> they <laughs> went. Not to, even a word. <laughs> they went to Tahiti first. Yeah, and they stole some women. They did. <laughs> it's then, so sad. Hey, we got to go over here real quick, steal some women. We'll be right back. 
And then they went to this island, Pitcairn uh-huh. Island. Yeah. They sunk the ship, and they decided that that's just where they're going to set up shop. That's where we're going to stay. Oh, my gosh. With their stolen women. Oh, <laughs> the my crew, gosh. The crew, <laughs> the crew and their stolen Tahitian women, they, 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 they knew where this island was. They, they went in, they sunk the ship, and they set up shop. And the inhabitants of this island are like they still have those last names, like Christian and different. There's different. Uh, it, a lot of them are direct descendants of the mutineers oh to this age. And so it is. It's not so much like a touristy place, but like when there are cruise ships and and uh, things, they do tend to go by. It's very pic- picturesque. It's kind of small. There's like one town. There's 50 people on the island. That's it? 50 people. Get out of here. Yeah. And they're looking. They're looking for people. So what do they give you if you come? What do you, what do you get? You get free land. They'll just, that's, if you just say, hey, I want to move here, they'll give you a piece of land. Is it, is yeah. it oceanfront property? Like the whole thing is oceanfront. <laughs> like you can, like two minutes in any direction. And you're in the water. You're there. That it's sounds too cool. small. So how many people can actually, do you, have you ever done like an update on this and find out if a whole bunch of people did it already? Oh, like one person showed up. That's it? I mean, there's a problem. What's the problem? About, Tell us. A, it, was, it was a scandal. <laughs> and this is what like the whole world knows about this. Okay. And that's why nobody wants to go there. Okay. And this is going to be a little risque. Oh, no. But like. Back in 2005? Oh, man. The... I'm so worried now because you're making it sound like it's so bad. It is bad. All right. 2004, charges were laid against seven men living on the island and six abroad for sexual misconduct. Oh, boy. Having sex with little girls. No! Yes! Well, then I mean, you can't yeah, I mean, move there. Can't be, because unless you're like, uh, unless you're messed up. That's terrible. Can yeah, you I mean, can you go there and like get rid of these guys? Can you figure out a way to get rid of them, or do they still get to stay there? Like I'm sure, like they, it was a big thing, and they, I think some of them left, and some of them were on prison. I think some of them are still there. Oh I think no, some of them might have died. Some of them might have moved away and left. But like it, I mean, it's like that's kind of it was like this thing where you know the the men and the and the girls. I mean, it was no, not a not a terrible. good thing. So and let me, let me ask you, how do you get there? Can you only get there by a boat? Only by boat. There uh. is no airport. You have to basically there's there's a char, there's like a, a freighter that comes comes from New Zealand like every three or six months, but then there's like a, you can get like transport from Tahiti or something like that. I, I forget the details, but it is, you, it is a very deliberate, laborious process. So to get. do they have electricity and like internet yeah. and stuff? They do. They have diesel generators and they have electricity on for like most of the day, not at <laughs> night. Oh no! This is sounding worse and worse. And How there can is, you handle moving there? Well, 
in my in my mind, you know, I'm thinking that I would probably I would want to go there to like if it were me, like if it were like this grandiose thing and like I actually went there, I would want to be the new public relations guy for Pit Cairn. <laughs> and I'd be like, now pedophile free! <laughs> Woo! You know, and like, come on out. We're completely clear. We don't do that anymore. It's been 15 years. Give us a chance. You, you know? need to fi- you need to figure out how to get like something like good on the island, like get a Starbucks or like a, I don't know, like an Applebee's or something. Yeah. Well, I thought see if the I thought the sexual assault stuff was done in 2004, but apparently in May, in 2010, the mayor. No. <laughs> They found kitty porn on his oh computer. My, this see again. What do you expect from an island that was born out of a, a mutiny? Well, they're basically like pirates at that point. Once you do that, you're yeah. basically a pirate. True, but you know, I don't know. I, I think some weird cultural thing. I, I I don't know if it was like I don't know. Do you think I don't know it had if these, to do with stealing the women know. from Tahiti. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's like, yeah, they don't have a good history with respect for women. No, they do not respect women. But it is. It's a tropical paradise. Very picturesque. They do have Internet. It's kind of like slow. It's got to be satellite or something. Oh, yeah, they have satellite. I'd want to upgrade it. You are not selling me on this at all. Make your pitch. All right. You, me, Bob, our families. We go. We sell everything we own, right? <laughs> yeah. But you have to build your house. Like you, you basically you can spend. A, it's it only cost like you got free land and it'll cost like a hundred grand to get a new house. We'll okay. also go in together for like a brand new high speed internet setup. I'm sure okay. that'll cost. I'm sure that'll cost us like fifteen twenty. How in the 000. world are you going to get a high speed internet there? But it'd be like some sort of uh, like satellite. Like okay. It would be, for us just like, ours just for us okay. all right so you you can be we can make money from our youtubes you know <laughs> yeah we we would grow weed and sell that to tourists <laughs> <laughs> that would be what would help us is selling the yeah. weed <laughs> <laughs> we could go fishing and yeah. that's how we eat you know we and we'd eat like Mango, like it's. I mean, there's like all kinds. Mangoes of Mangoes are not keto friendly, man. I, I mean, you'll be good because you won't eat for like twelve days at a time. But I gotta have some food. Well, dude, by the time we get there, you're gonna be in shape. Okay. And so this we, is yeah. a, this is like a year or more out, is what you're telling. Yeah, me. I mean, I we can't. do need to make a lot of plans. This is not something you yeah. just throw your, you know, hey, we're going this weekend. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, it's it's a deliberate thing. I mean, and there are some positions that are available with like the local government because basically the United Kingdom supports them. I mean, I'm taking over as mayor. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like Trump, dude. I'm just gonna be like Pitcairn Island needs to become great again, and I'll just I'll just rule over them. Kitty porn (laughs) ever. It's like, well, yeah, let's hope so. And I'll just call the the old mayor. Like I'll come up with some catchy name to make fun of him. It'll be perfect. I'll win in a landslide. Yeah, I don't think he's mayor anymore. Okay. 
You're out, Mike. But 50, 50 people. And then basically if, a quarter of the population was convicted or was, oh was 50, a quarter of the male population was, was like, yeah, you you done. You done did it. And I, I th- that's not cool. I think the thing that would cost you the most money is just getting there. I think that would be the hardest thing. Mm hmm. And it then, would. you know, it's a perfect out, though, for never having to. You, you, if you don't want to see your extended family, you can just be like, man, can't make it this year for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but you can stay in our spare room here. That's on true. Here. Come to paradise. Watch out for Bill next door. He's got his eye on you. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what kind of rules there are there. Seriously. So do they have a jail and stuff? Can you go to prison? I think what they had, there's like a cop. Uh, cop. I think I I didn't read too much into it, but what I, what I, what I heard was that like the UK, they had to like custom build a prison there to house these guys. Wow. So, cause they couldn't remove them. They had to serve the time there. Because that's where they were convicted. That's where the crime occurred. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, like, bring in a doctor from New Zealand. They bring in a cop from New Zealand or something like that to okay. uh, to uh, to run the place. A lot of people make money. They're given certain uh, only a certain number of hours a week, like, you're the mayor. And they have, like, a little shop. Like, yeah. you run the shop. You run the store for, like, three days a week, you know, four, four hours a day. You know, you're the public relations person. Nice. You, the, that's the job you want, though. Something like, well, I'm taking over. Yeah, okay. I'm taking over, and they'll pay me like I don't know, ten bucks an hour for. But don't you feel? Don't you feel like if we did come, if we moved there, they wouldn't treat us nice. We'd have they, to. We'd have to like win them over somehow. Well, I mean, they would have no choice. I mean, they've been, they've been, they've been forcing themselves on people <laughs> for a while. So it's time for us to do the same, but in a nice way. Yeah. And not, not like, you know, you know maybe uh, that could become Pitcairn Island could become the home of, Hey, we're talking like that could be when you think about Pitcairn Island, you go, that's where, Hey, we're talking is made. I think so. I mean, I th- and I, I just think it'd be fun. I, that we would, if we give it a new, I mean, I really think that if someone like us were there and we, we become like, the face or the voice of, of the culture Island. and and basically reassure the whole world. Hey, the culture's changing. Yeah. We don't, we don't put up with that. And we're making a difference. And, I, and I've read and I've read also like on the Island that, that, that whole culture of, you know, the dirty old men is like, it's practically, it's gone. Okay. It doesn't exist anymore. The children are safe. That doesn't. They don't. You know. They they keep an eye out for that. Even there. You know. Good. They're they're open to that. You know. And and it was like fifteen twenty years ago when that went on. Okay. So, so yeah. Clean so slate. Guess, start yeah. over. I like it. But but it's also just a bunch of you know these these old stodgy islanders that are that are there. You you, you need fresh faces, worldly folks like you and me. Yeah. Showing up and say hey. Hey, let's get with Welcome the times. To Park Island, let's go. You know, and then yeah. we have people on their cruise ships. We'd sell them weed. They'd give us money. <laughs> you know, and I would take the money and I'd buy eggs from the neighbor. And that's where right. you get, you know, you get start a eggs. whole new industry, man. So, do you know uh, they speak English? Is that correct? They, do, they okay. do speak English, and some people speak. I think 
some Tahitian dialect. Okay. But but yeah. Okay. Well, listen, it sounds interesting, but there is that one small thing. But you say it's almost eradicated or mostly that's, eradicated. I mean, that's coming from like some of the – like there was – I read a website – Run by like a mother who lives there. She okay. married into she married into one of the families, and they have okay. kids there. And she's like, "Yeah, that's 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 just, from the days gone by. We're good now." Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, we're we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have one of our friends join us here on the podcast, and uh, it's gonna be exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to this. A little, we're gonna get a little bit of a a foreign flair on the old podcast although we've done that before but this is a special friend so when we come back a very secret guest not really secret but it's very secret it's probably in the title (laughs) it probably is today's episode of hey we're talking is brought to you by our sponsor numa coffee Go to numacoffee.com. That's P N E U M A coffee.com. At checkout, make sure to type in the code HWT for a 20% discount. Well, 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 I hate when I do that, but we're back. <laughs> and we have with us Mr. Hector Weeb. Am I saying the there last is. name correct? I always get scared that I'm going to say it wrong. Yeah, it's Weeb. A lot okay. of people say Weeby. I don't really correct them because it's kind of spelled that way. Yeah, but it's, I mean, who's? why would you say the E on the end? I don't understand English why people sucks. do that. English just sucks. So it does. Knows? It does. But yeah, Hector, uh, he's a friend of ours. I've never met you in person. Have you met Derek in person? No, I don't think so. Just no, Bob. You've met Bob. Yeah, the only guy who's not here uh, you've <laughs> met. But you, uh, first of all, Hector is the creator and the designer of the weeb radiator pipes correct correct and they're That's... they're they're beautiful like you didn't know <laughs> <laughs> well i want i have Just to act clarify. like i have to act like i don't know anything yeah. so we can ask them questions <laughs> basically the falcon 2.0 is but like it's, but it's so cool gen. it's so much cooler i, I don't like to draw that comparison yeah <laughs> this is way better man uh but derek has one of those i have one of those i know bob does Tons of people buy these things. Um, you just must be flow like you. What are you, a billionaire now? Oh yeah, in the pipe industry, no, no. But as of January this year, uh, I, uh, I I'm no longer employed at my main job, so this is what I do nowadays. Is it's piping or die, man. Making yeah. pipes or die. That's it. It's all over. That's where we're at. So let me ask you straight out of the gate. How did you come up with this? Like what? Tell us how this all happened. Well, there's a bit of a long story to it. I mean, a lot of people have heard the story before. That doesn't um, matter. Tell it anyway. It's going to be great. Um, (laughs) All right. Uh, A lot of people might know I have a a little boy. Uh, His name's Peter. He's six years old now. Uh, but when he was younger, when he was uh, ever since he was born, he had heart issues and a few other medical issues. Um, At one point, it had gotten so severe that the only other option to rectify it was a heart transplant. So him and I spent seven months in, um, well, he spent the time in hospital hooked up to machines that pumped for his heart. And I was in a hotel for three months and then a Ronald McDonald house for four months. Uh, so I'm away from home 
not earning income. There's still mortgage payments and bill payments to keep the lights on. And uh, so I, I actually made a few friends in the uh, in the city. It was in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Yeah, I and people I knew this guy's a Canadian. Yeah, I'm Canadian. <laughs> the accent doesn't give it away. Not at all. And in Kaboom. hospital. That was another one. There you go. <laughs> uh, so I actually met uh, Ian Barnes first. Oh, okay. And then I met uh, uh, Cody um, Perkins okay. uh, second. And Cody was kind enough to lend me his shop. That's okay. Cody was uh, kind enough to lend me his shop for uh, for doing some prototype work and eventually a little bit of uh, manufacturing work. And once it started with designing the entire pipe uh, mm-hmm. on a computer, I okay. went and bought the cheapest computer I could find at Best Buy. I think it was like two hundred eighty bucks. Uh-huh. Uh, taught myself AutoCAD real quick or the free version of it, and uh, designed it. And uh, Cody helped me get the prototype of the, uh, the base manufactured, the stem I made myself, the mouthpiece I made out of a pre-made, uh, just modified it, and the bowls I turned myself on his okay. lathe. And that was the first couple, and it it took off. They were quite popular, so I started outsourcing uh, the bases. Eventually, uh, I ended up outsourcing the, the bowls, which are all made of Italian briar, made in Italy. Uh, the stems I still currently do myself, and the mouthpieces are made in Italy as well, and custom-made for the pipes. So... That's how I ended up bringing money into the household uh, while I'm stuck out there in a Ronald McDonald house. So actually, if you watch my YouTube videos, I don't have many. I've got like two or three on my channel. You actually see me introducing this pipe back in like 2014, 2015 uh, from the bedroom of a Ronald McDonald house. <laughs> oh, wow. So what yeah. was your so what's your background? Like, how did you get to this point? Like, I mean, you're saying like, so I just taught myself uh AutoCAD and all that. It's like, okay, wait a minute. What's your background? How did that? How did that happen? Uh, well, my background isn't technically in uh, anything CAD related. Okay, uh, I've always I've always been a tinkerer. Um, I I did a lot of woodworking as a kid. I did a, uh, the main job I had was uh, in a cabinet company. So I started off at the bottom in the in the rough mill where they okay. took trees and turned them into boards. Yeah, and uh, eventually. Uh, worked my way up through into management, and so pretty covered a lot of disciplines there. But I, I was always a tinkerer. I always did stuff on my own. My dad was a, a fabricator um, okay, okay. with metalwork. My mm-hmm. grandfather owned a furniture factory. This was all in South America. And uh, so he taught me woodwork, and uh, I, initially I started with cigars. So I really got into cigars on my wedding night. That's okay. the first time I had a cigar. Really enjoyed it. Started just jumping down that rabbit hole. And then when I was expecting a kid, decided that cigars were a bit too expensive at this point. So I tried uh, pipe smoking and uh, I, I bought my first, my first pipe was a corn cob, a Missouri Meerschaum legend. But then I wanted to buy a slightly nicer one and it ended up being a Savinelli Florence. And I was looking at it and looking at it and I'm like, I, I could probably make this. It's made out of wood, right? Yeah. I could probably make it. So I started researching and realized there's this huge community of makers out there of pipe carvers and there's a huge community of people who enjoy smoking pipes and that's how I found out about the Chicago Pipe Show and and the Vegas Pipe Show and all these other uh, shows and the, these forums and communities and groups and Instagram and so uh, I slowly started just trying to make them myself and that's what I did for probably about two years before my son got sick uh, so I had a background in pipe making like okay. handmade pipes I never got very good at it uh, but I had I had some experience doing it and spending time in the industry, 
Um, so when it came time to find a way to make money, uh, you know, in a tiny room, uh, <laughs> pipe making just seemed like the right thing to do. <laughs> right. So we have the, you know, we have the big story about, you know, about Peter and, and bringing in income, but how did you like come up with the idea for the radiator itself? Like what, how did that come about? Well, the idea was, uh, originally started when I was in my shop back home in Winnipeg. I had a little offcut of a piece of aluminum and I had a lot of little offcuts of briar. And at the time, you know, I was paying like $20 a block for briar and that to me was a lot of money. Yeah. So if there was a chunk left over, I didn't want to throw it out. So I decided to find a way to, um, to make use of it. So I'm like, well, I can't make an entire pipe out of the briar. It's too small. It would smoke really hot. I said, well, you know, what if I build a radiator system out of the metal I've got lying around? And I just cobbled it together. In fact, I think on my Instagram feed, you'll see that uh, the first time I ever smoked a radiator was actually back in Winnipeg before I went out there. Uh, but it, I immediately had to ditch that project. It was just kind of a something I was toying around with until it became the only thing I could do was to outsource a lot of the manufacturing and get it done from there. So, so that's how it started was just me playing around with leftover parts and uh, trying to make the best use of uh, leftover components. See, I, I worked in manufacturing for 15 years mm -hmm. uh, at the kitchen cabinet company. Mm -hmm. So using every part of the buffalo, as they say, was basically <laughs> the most important thing in manufacturing was not is to minimize waste, uh, whether it's time, whether it's you know processes, whether it's uh, material. Uh, and so I, I just salvaged what I had and, and tried to make every penny, uh, you know, recover every penny out of it. And that's that's interesting. I think that's innovative for a pipe maker because you know to be honest, most pipe makers they're it's not their primary job. I'm sure it's kind of the hobby and you know the 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 primary focus isn't always minimizing waste and being more efficient with the with the with the materials you know it's it's all about the design of the pipe and engineering yeah. the draft hole and making it look gorgeous mm -hmm. and uh you're making you know you're trying to utilize your materials the best you can and make an excellent smoking pipe which by the way I own one I own. I've. I own the. I've owned a couple of radiator pipes. I've. I've I given. Think you actually a, own one of the original ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get. I actually. I gave that away. I, I. I. I only give away things that I like. I only give away like pipes that I really enjoy. Or I, you know, if I give somebody a pipe, I want to make sure it's a good one. And uh, uh, a, a gentleman from New Brunswick in the YouTube pipe community, he was. Uh, he. He gifted me something and. I, I thought it only appropriate to gift him a a, a, a radiator pipe, <laughs> so so I gave him I gave him my uh, a ridge my first gen radiator, but I still have the uh, the new one that I love and uh, it's excellent smoker. I I've always I I figured out early on the best way to smoke a pipe it's got to be cool and it's got to be dry, and the radiator makes that happen. Yeah, better actually, than anything like, else. I could probably kind of describe the, the science behind it. Now, a lot of people will think it's it was built for looks, right? It was made, made to look very unique, but it was actually, it was designed using math and physics. <laughs> uh, there's actually pretty, uh, pretty specific calculations that go into exactly uh, the dimensions of uh, the cooling chamber versus the um, 
the volume of air that goes through it at any given time and so on. So the base is actually made out of uh, uh, 6061 aluminum, and that's just a grade of aluminum. It's probably the most common one out there. And as I don't know if you can see it on camera, but there yep. is actually a pretty big reservoir. The, the well goes all the way down to the bottom. So the yep. idea is that when you smoke tobacco out of the tobacco chamber, uh, the hole is right at the bottom, absolutely smack dab in the middle of the bottom, which is the most ideal place for a hole to be on a pipe. On a traditional pipe, you can't really make it come out that way. Right. But luckily with this design, I could. So the idea is that the smoke will actually go through the pipe. Uh, it'll stay in here. And then it'll get drawn up through the stainless steel, uh, 316 stainless steel tube. Uh, the moisture, the steam in the in the smoke will actually condense inside the stainless steel. Now, that breaks kind of all the rules of pipe making. Everybody's like, you want to eliminate condensation. That's the worst thing you can do. Right. Uh, you know, so that it causes gurgle, et cetera. But in this case, you want that to happen because what happens is it'll flow down and actually deposit down into the well below the draft hole so you're not gurgling. So when you smoke it, it will actually start filling up with fluid down here. Mm -hmm. And that gives you the drier, cooler smoke. So the the idea, is it's, it's what they call a reverse calabash uh, yeah. concept, where the initial hot charge of smoke will go into this chamber, and as you draw on it, it will evacuate it out, being replaced by a new charge, new hot charge. So every time you draw on this, you're actually, uh, you're actually drawing in the old, cooled charge from the previous time you drew on the pipe. So... You're, yeah, so it's it's a constant cycle. It's uh, it sits there. There's a little bit of dwell time to where the it cools off, but most of the cooling is done through the stainless steel stem. And once you're done, uh, the great thing about it is you don't actually need pipe cleaners for this pipe. But they all pass a pipe cleaner. Uh, I get that question a lot, but yeah, they all pass a pipe cleaner. Mm -hmm. After you're done, you actually just pour it out. There will actually be fluid that pours out of this, and it's not mm -hmm. spit, contrary to popular belief. It's not spit. Okay. It's actually it's steam <laughs> from the smoke. And uh, afterwards, you just run it under a tap. You run tap water through there and it'll the pressure will automatically push its way through the stem and that's it and you just dry it out and you're good i almost done feel many like, times i almost feel like you're too smart to be on this show hector <laughs> <laughs> so okay so you've told us all this stuff very detailed and i love it it's interesting to hear how you came up with it and all the science behind it even though i'm not smart enough to understand the science you've explained it in a very easy way to understand so thank you but tell people uh, how they can get one of these pipes, where do they need to go? Well, there's actually quite a few places you can get it. You can get it directly through my website, which is hweeb.com. Um, those all ship from me here in Canada. But I have a few retailers out there uh, that are located in the U.S. that sell online. I've got tobaccopipes.com. Mm -hmm. uh, carries probably the largest selection. Uh, I've got cupofjoes.com. Carries some. Okay. And uh, actually, believe it or not, Piping Ain't Easy is the only U.S. Uh, supplier of the midnight edition okay so that's the the black on black on black and that thing I've is actually, so sweet man i well, love this it. particular one i don't know if you can see it yeah it's got but this has oh, got a dude. different finish on it that one's actually done by uh by quincy uh worthington okay uh, he goes by preacher pipes um he actually he's a preacher <laughs> <That's not laughs> yeah funny. there you go yeah. but uh he he actually does the rustication and the uh the the state the the dyeing and everything and the finishing okay. and uh, he, he sells those individually. You just got to contact him directly through either Instagram. Or so is that just Facebook. for the, for the bowl? You can get that from him or the whole pipe? Just, just the bowl. Okay. And uh, the, the great thing about these is they come in many different bowl shapes. I think the only one I've shown you is this one, Yep. but it comes in also a brandy shape and they're all modular. So 
you can screw them on. And I know Brandon Brooks has done some some yeah. bowls for you. Brandon has done some as well. He's got some pretty unique colors going as well. And the the frames, there's uh, five different color of bases. I got, you know, check out the website. You can see yeah. all the possible combinations. There's actually 225 possible combinations of wow. stem, uh, base color, and bowl combinations. So two, 225 possible combinations of the pipe. That's and cool. if you add to it that I got uh, a white mouthpiece as well, that's yep. 450 possible combinations. Wow. And <laughs> just real quick, the first one that I got was actually when you did something with uh, Morgan pipes. So, oh, yeah. So does that – so do these bowls also work on the Bones stuff? Yes. Okay. Yes. The the, bo- uh, the Bones radiator pipe is um, a just shape – a little shorter, I, I think I have. Yeah, it's a little short. Yeah, it's it's like this guy, but uh, yep. silver with a bone-colored uh, mouthpiece. Yep. Uh, those you can only get through morganpipes.com. And uh, all my bowls, as well as Brandon's bowls, uh, Brandon Brooks's bowls, as well as uh, Quincy Worthington's bowls, they all fit on that frame. That's awesome. And vice versa, all the bones bowls will fit on all the other on all my frames. So it's completely modular. That's great, man. That's really cool. And um so again, so the website for you if they want Now when you ship from Canada to the US, is that uh is that would you rather people come to you or do you want them to go to these other places? It's really up to them. Okay. Uh I I don't have a preference one way or the other. Um the shipping time for me here in Canada is usually about seven days, business okay. days. Yeah. Okay. To anywhere in the U.S. And if you order a pipe, uh, like a full pipe, uh, they range anywhere from like 140 for something like that uh-huh. uh, to, uh, I believe it's 175 uh, for the other ones. Okay. Um, they they ship for free. So okay. there, there's no additional fee for shipping on uh, any order over 100 bucks. Um, there's also another product. I sell on my website oh, yeah, more for the cigar this. industry. Yes. Yeah. That's called the Redeemer. And this is a cigar tool. It's actually two tools in one. Uh, the first thing is, and that probably won't show up on camera yeah, at all. Yeah, I can see it. No, it looks good. Yeah, that is uh, a draw tool. So sometimes uh, cigars will be either overhumidified, rolled improperly, um, sometimes because there's veins inside a tobacco leaf, right? Yep. When they bunch them together, sometimes all the veins kind of uh, end up in one spot and you end up with a hard spot, kind of okay. like a, a log jam in a river. Yep. And all you do is you insert that into the end of the into the end of the uh, cigar, and it's got little teeth, little saw teeth in it, and you squeeze the hard part, saw in and out a couple of times, and you actually break through it, make a channel for smoke to come through, and you're able to enjoy the cigar. And once that's cleared up and you really enjoy the cigar, you've actually got a number on the opposite end. Ah, now so, you can get all the way down to the end of that cigar and enjoy every last bit. Down. And it fits into a travel case. So your Zycar hard cases or your cigar caddies, it fits perfectly in the one of the slots for a cigar. So nice. you don't have to worry about carrying it separately from your humidor. Nice. So the website, let me tell you one more time. It's hwiebepipes.com, correct? Correct. And we're actually doing something special for you guys, are we not? Yeah. I thought yeah, it was hweeb.com, not hweebpipes. Is it? Uh, hweeb.com takes you directly to it. hweebpipes.com uh, will just redirect you to okay, it. Okay, so yeah. we'll, do, yeah. we'll, do the, we'll do the easy one, hweeb.com. There you go. Yeah. So, te- so tell us, what kind of surprise do you have for us? So I've worked with these two gentlemen and the absent one, Bob. <laughs> Mr. Bob. And 
Bob the absent one. Yeah. <laughs> to offer you guys a, a bit of a discount. So what I'm going to do is uh, there's a coupon code, which I imagine um, you guys will either blurb at the bottom or just say it. Uh, HWT. HWT. And that'll get you 15% off any order on my website. Nice. Wow. So you put that in there uh, in your shopping, you know, add any, whatever you want to your shopping cart before you check out, put that in your coupon code. HWT and you automatically uh, save fifteen percent. Dude, and that's just for you guys. Dude, Derek's Ooh. gonna buy like twelve tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a trip. I can't afford anything right now. I'm about to go on vacation. So make sure you guys do that. Go to hweeb. So that's w i e b e dot com. When yep. you get to the end, when you're getting ready to check out, put in HWT. Boom shakalaka. You got fifteen percent off. That is yeah. so good. And it's an excellent product. I mean, I I wouldn't endorse it if I didn't believe in it, but it's seriously <laughs> the best type. It's the best smoking pipe I have, seriously. It is, it is really good. And I don't even smoke that much, and it makes it easy for people who don't smoke very much either, too. I'll tell you that. And I'm real. just, I'm honored to have you on, Hector. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm honored that you're, you're offering us the coupon code and, and, uh, I like how you know, it's just coupon. 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 Oh, it's, coupon, yeah. It's a coupon. I'm a Texas. Oh, I don't know. How do they a, say it in Canada? Coupon? Yeah. You know, the way just it's spelled. In, just in Texas, they say coupon. <laughs> Sorry. It's, if, you, if you want to well, how it's actually spelled, Calpin or Calpon. Calpon. How do you yeah. say wood? Wood? W-O-U-L-D. How do you say that? Wood? Yeah. You don't say wooled. No, the L is silent. English, English is a little weird. So English is. is like my fifth language. So it, yeah. yeah, it was it was hard to wrap my head around. How many languages <laughs> do you know? What are they? Rattle them uh, off. Well, I started off with uh, Low German, which is uh, a non-written dialect of German <laughs> uh, that's popular among the Mennonites. Yeah. That's how I grew up uh, in South America. And then I learned proper Germany German. And then I learned Spanish. Then I learned English. So English was my fourth language. And then I learned French. So that's because you're five stuck languages. in Canada. They made you do it. Yeah, exactly. It was part of the curriculum in uh, in elementary school. But fluently, I would say I only speak three of them, okay. which is the two Germans and the English. I only know like this much German. I took it in high school, but not enough to be. I can't. Re- I I think there is Das Fenster. Is that a door or is that a window? I can't remember. That's the window. Yeah. Okay. The, the <laughs> from only the, from the windows to the walls. The only. Uh, the only like German uh, phrase that always comes to mind immediately when somebody asks me to say something German is a completely useless phrase. Okay. And aber natürlich sind seine Hände nass. Wasserfall, which in English means naturally his hands are wet. He's standing under a waterfall, <laughs> which comes from uh, my favorite show Top Gear UK. Uh, one of <laughs> yeah. the one of the hosts said that, and ever since he said that, it always just sticks in my head. It's such a random useless statement. It is. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, Hector, we're going to have you back on because there's all sorts of other stuff we want to talk to you about. You got to talk about your pipes, but you're going to be so much fun because you can become our resident, like, really smart guy. I used to think Derek was the really smart guy, but now we had you on, and I'm just like, oh, dude. I'm an uncultured, one-language-speaking boob. (laughs) Uh, I'm not 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 an international, you know, savant, like... Like Mr. Weave here. I want to learn how to speak other languages, but then when it comes time to start trying, I go, oh, gosh, this is a mess. It's going to take do, me forever because I'm old. 
I'd like I do to pick endeavor. up Spanish again because yeah, because I'm so useful. into cigars. That's one of the things that would actually be useful. Well, plus, I, I, I mean, you know, we live in America, and there's lots of people yeah. coming here that speak Spanish. I'd like to know how to speak it. Plus, I always want to know so that when I go to a restaurant and they call me a bad name, I want to know. I'll be like, hey, you know, I know what you just called me, but I'd say it in Spanish to them. We called you customer. <laughs> no, they so. called me gordo, usually. <laughs> so, all right, listen, it's been awesome having you. We're going to wrap up the show. We're going to have you back, though, because I got I, there's more stuff. We can have a lot of fun talking about stuff. It's fun to oh, watch absolutely. Derek not be as smart as everybody else. Derek is smart. What are you talking about? I just I just play smart on YouTube. That's, no. that's all. <laughs> no, you're smart. I can tell. You, you, <laughs> you came down to our level today. I appreciate that. All right. So don't forget, go to hweeb.com hwt 15% off you're gonna love these pipes if you're into smoking pipes you're gonna love this okay I sounded like that guy you're gonna love it the what was that like a suit warehouse or something I guarantee you remember those (laughs) don't don't cheat on this (laughs) (laughs) all right so we'll talk to you guys next week thank you so much have a great week thanks guys